Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Dad Bod Pod. My name is Andrew. My name is Brian. And if this is the first time that you have ever heard our sultry, sexy voices, why? Where have you been? Oh yeah. Where have you been for the last thirty-eight weeks? Oh shit, yeah. Welcome. Uh, hopefully, you haven't immediately clicked off, uh, and uh, you know you're still with us. But yes, this is week thirty-eight here in the in the Darmy, and um, I couldn't be more excited to be here. How are you, dude? I'm doing awesome. Yeah. Um, Life is beautiful. It's great. There's no complaints. Um, I do want to just check in, though, uh, uh, just in case anybody uh, didn't make it back from our last episode. Is everyone okay? Dude, that was weird. That was a nutty time. Maybe the next time we decide to do a Halloween party, uh, we shouldn't do a Ouija board the week before. No. <laughs> but you know what? It's cool, man. Cocktober is over. Yep. That's <laughs> That rhymed. Yep. And um, so now we're just kind of chilling in November, right? We're just going to do... In, uh, yeah, we're chilling. We're stuffing some turkeys. Stuffing some turkeys. Yeah, yeah we're going to count down to Thanksgiving. I do want to do a Thanksgiving episode, obviously, but we don't have to devote an entire month to Thanksgiving. No, no, no. Especially since, obviously, what do we got right around the corner after that? Christmas. Christmas. You know what's sad to me? What? Is that Thanksgiving is forgotten about now. Yeah. It's like literally Halloween, and mm -hmm. then everyone just Christmas. Immediately. The Christmas decorations on our parking lot went up the day before Halloween. Yep. That's the earliest I've ever seen them. We've been here for five years. That's the earliest I've ever seen them do it. It's nuts. That's ridiculous. People are fucking losing their minds. <laughs> That's the war on like, Christmas. Wait a minute. We got a Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should enlist the Darby, <laughs> and uh, we should take sides on the war on Christmas. Yep. And I think maybe this year we should push back a little bit on Christmas. Yep. Like, hey, 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 too much Christmas can be a bad thing. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah. You know. Um. But let's move on to new business, Brian. I was on the internets. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if you know, but we do a show on the internets. Yeah. And <laughs> of course you know. On the webs. Yeah. And uh, I was looking. I want to stay. I want to stay ahead of the bleeding, cutting edge of of musical technology, and, and of uh, I'm always looking for new ways to experience music and new ways to share music. And I think that they are on the verge of a game changer, dude. Have you heard about this? So, um, you know, the companies like Apple and uh, Oculus, they're making these headsets, yeah. right? So uh, they're making these headsets now, where essentially you have like a floating piano keyboard in front of you. Or it could be like on a table or something like that. And the keys um, can kind of just light up as you're playing. Or they, they tell you what to play. And they'll guide you. Yeah. I mean, I guess they kind of already have something like that, don't, I? don't they? Don't they have keyboards with light-up keys? Yeah. But here's Will. the thing. When it's VR. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying for like somebody who doesn't have access to a piano, that might be a game changer. Right. I don't know. It weirds me out, though. You could learn piano without a piano. Yeah. I don't know if you, that works for any other... Oh, that could work for drums, too. <laughs> you can learn shut air your, drums. Shut your whore mouth. You can learn AR drums and no. call them air... Oh, my God. Is somebody working on that right now? I know you hate it, but think of the marketing potential. Air drums? Yes. You're welcome, it. Internet. I get it. Okay, moving on then. I hate it. <laughs> I know. I know, but watch that that idea take off and somebody make somebody a billion dollars. And then you're going to watch somebody sitting on the bus stop wearing one of those <laughs> being fucking Tommy Lee. Yeah, no, well, no. Mm, it takes something else to be Tommy Lee. Giant dick. Giant dick. <laughs> yep. yep, absolutely. All right, moving I'm on the next one. <laughs> uh, the state of the Darmy, dude, believe it or not, 
We are at 15,000 views. 15K! And growing. What's good? Always growing. That's a huge number. Um, if I think about it too much, I, I decide that we should quit while we're ahead. That's what I do when I think about it too much, so I don't. Yep. Uh, and then we move on from there. Uh, real quick, do I, I? if you've ever watched, even if it's been three seconds, thank you. And we say that a lot on this show, thank you, because we're surprised that anyone other than us watches it. So thank we you. We love you. We love you all. We love all of our friends across the pond. We love all of our friends in the uh, northern uh, 48. Yep. And everywhere else. Heard. But you know what I don't love, what? dude, is this fucking... So I co-parent uh, with my daughter's mother, and, you know... For the most part, it's very amicable. I mean, we've been doing it for 14 years now. And, you know, we, I, I'd like to say we worked out all the kinks. She's a good person. I like her as my daughter's mother. But every once in a while, a monkey wrench gets thrown into our parenting plan. And this year, the monkey wrench just happens to be the fact that Caitlin started high school. Um, and so it's a new school. And I don't know... I don't know what happened, but there was a guard change somewhere, and the holiday schedule got super fucked so that instead of getting the week before Christmas off and then coming back right after New Year's, they get the week after New Year's off, and so their break starts right on Christmas. The problem with that is this is the first time this has happened, and our parenting schedule is tailored to the old way right. where we get the week before. And, I, you know, we're waking at work. We'll, we'll make it work. It's okay. But I just I, I, I got myself thinking I didn't vote for this shit. Who the fuck made these changes? Right. You got something similar, right? What's up? So my son is in pre-K. Yeah. Right? Okay. And I got a phone call the other day. Oh, by the way, we'll be closed the day after Veterans Day and the day before Thanksgiving. Okay. So I got a call from my ex-significant other. Mm-hmm. Said, all right, well, take the time off. And I was like, what? What? Yeah, just do it. Yeah. How about we figure this out together? Together, please. That's what the co and right. co-parenting means. Right. So the, I, yeah, that's the same thing. Like, why the day after Veterans Day? I, that doesn't make any sense and to me. Why the day before Thanksgiving? Before Thanksgiving. So, but yeah, you're right. The schedule in schools. Yep. They just make up their own bullshit. They just make an arbitrary bullshit. They, that... they don't realize what it does to us. Exactly. Well, we gotta figure. Shit out. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so, uh, you know, that that leads my my train of thought to our topic of today. We're going to talk about politics. <laughs> we're going to lightly talk about politics because Brian, I don't know if you're aware of what state we're in. Huh. <laughs> 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 oh man, I I'm saw, so scared about this episode, dude. I saw in the news today that our current governor is just like two inches away from being ousted from our former president. Yep. Jesus. All right. I am going to be very careful. We are going to try to skirt this middle line as we have done in the past. We're going to talk about previous politics. <laughs> figure it out from there. And figure it out from there. Exactly. So we're going to do the history of politics. I have something to the effect of the history of modern politics. I will go. I won't go very far into it. Um, then we got the few. Uh, we got favorite. Now, this one we are going to spend some time with. This is our favorite past politicians and candidates. Then we are going to talk a little bit about the future of politics. Just our, we'll see about that. Then we're going to talk about a movie. Then we're going to play some games. Sound good? Great. Let's do it. Um, the first one is the history of modern politics. All right. Democracy was not created in a heartbeat. 
Um, I read this whole super long thing. I was going to read it verbatim, but we are under a time crunch, so I think I'm just going to summarize here. Basically, what this says is uh, d the ideas and practices that led to the development of the American Democratic Republic owe a debt to the ancient civilizations of Greek and Rome, the Protestant Reformation, and Gutenberg's printing press. But the Enlightenment of the 17th century Europe had the most immediate impact on the farmers in the United States Constitution. Mm -hmm. Or framers, sorry, framers of the United States Constitution. So a lot of ideas they brought back from the pond. Yep, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they just kind of wanted to, to fix a couple of the things that they thought was wrong with the system over there. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting um, because as I read, you know, it's through like the drafting of the Constitution that the party started to split almost immediately. Right. Almost like all they agreed on. The only thing we have ever agreed on is let's be independent right. from there. Right. Immediate fork, immediate fork. Yep. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I do have a couple of things, though. Um, John Locke, the single most important influence that shaped the founding of the United States comes from John Locke, a 17th century Englishman who redefined the nature of government. Although he agreed with Thomas Hobbes regarding the self-interested nature of humans, he was much more optimistic about their ability to use reason and avoid tyranny. In his second treaty of government, uh, Locke identified the basis of a legitimate government. According to Locke, a ruler gains authority through the consent of the governed. The, the duty of that government is to protect the natural rights of the people, which Locke believed included life, liberty, and property. If the government should fail to protect these rights, its citizens would have the right to overthrow that government. This idea deeply influenced Thomas Jefferson as he drafted the Declaration of Independence. Makes sense. That's cool. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. If I'm going to, you know, give my earnings and trust into a government, I would hope that they would take care of me. And if I saw that they were unfit to do so, I would also like the opportunity to change that, please. Yep. But we are spoiled, Brian. Like, we have to admit, as fucked as this country is, we are, like, there are, you, dude, there are parts of the world where we would get executed for just saying what we've said so far. I know. I, I know. I, I, I just want to, you know what I mean? I just, we have to. But it's just sad that we are sheep now. Well, Yes. It is. Nobody. It's that it's you can't escape it. Nobody. Mm -mm. They sit there and watch CNN, and watch yep. all this bullshit, and they believe every single Everything. thing they hear. And it, it, a lot of it's nonsense. They don't check, and no. then and then if they encounter somebody who does question something, and this is this is my problem with where we are today, dude. The act of questioning does not automatically mean I disagree. Right. It is simply questioning. Where is this information coming from? What else right. is it saying? What is it not saying? Yep. But people, if I come, and I just came from my other job, and it's it's very influenced one way. You know what I mean politically. Yep. And I have to be very careful because they'll start spouting stuff that they've heard on the internet through uh, non-reputable sources. Right. You know what I mean? And I can't. I have to just. Smile and pour their wine, dude. I can't even like because if I question it, all of a sudden I'm right. labeled as as an outist and I've offended them and their sensibilities. And you can't think that way. Mm -mm. Look at every side. Every side, yeah. Everyone should look. Sometimes the people that I find myself favoring more than others, they're wrong. Sometimes the people that I favor not more than others are right. You right. have to be objectionable, right? Is that a word? Objectionable. Uh, agreed. 
Okay. Um, there are some important English documents to talk about real quick. Um, the Magna Carta was written in 1215 and established the kernel of limited government or the belief that the monarch's rule was not absolute. So it was sort of like the first printed mm -hmm. document that was like, you know, maybe kings, not such a great idea. Yep. Um, although the document only forced King John to consult noble nobles before he made arbitrary decisions like passing taxes, that's one step. Like, yep. the king finally had to ask before he could raise taxes. Um, that was really cool. The Petition of Right in 1628 extended the rights of commoners to have a voice in the government. The English Bill of Rights in 1688 guaranteed free elections and the right for citizens accused of crime. Although George III still had some real power in 1776, Britain was already well on the path of democracy at that time. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yep. Pretty good, right? Yep. Um, especially for, you know, I, I don't know shit about politics. But uh, you know what I do know? I do know that I have a list of people who are real goofy. <laughs> so uh, our next uh, part uh, that we're going to talk about is some of our favorite politicians. Unless, Brian, you have anything more to say about modern politics. I do not. Okay. I think we're doing pretty good so far. Yep. Um, all right. So I have a list of these are candidates slash actual politicians. Are you ready? Yep. The first one on my list is the candidate who guarantees a pony for every American. Uh, Vermin Supreme has been described as a satirist, anarchist, and performance artist. He campaign campaigned as a Democrat in 2012, and in doing so again in and again in 2016. He hopes to fight our moral and oral decay by promising a free pony to every American if elected. He says it will create lots and lots of jobs once we switch over to a pony-based economy. <laughs> Berman also wants to harness the awesome power of zombies for energy sources by dangling brains in front of zombies to lure them into turning turbines. Um, uh, Supreme calls himself a friendly fascist. In 2012, he reportedly challenged Texas, Texas Congressman Ron Paul to take on President Obama in a anti-wrestling match to decide it all. It's too soon to tell what he's got up his sleeve for the next election, but he's already embarked on a tour of 20 cities to build support for his campaign. I love that guy. I want a pony. That No, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's really cool. Like, good for him. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, cool. Next one I have is the rapper who declared his 2020 Ugh. presidential build at the VMAs. Do you know who this guy is? Of, of course. course. Uh, it was Yeezy. Was he serious when he announced the 2020 presidential bid? We won't know for sure, but it appears that Kanye West made his political ambitions clear while accepting the MTV Video Vanguard Award in August 2015. During a rambling 10-minute speech, West discussed grocery stores, base baseball stadiums, and yes, award shows. He also admitted that he rolled up a little something before coming to the show and ended his speech by saying, as you probably could have guessed in this moment, I've decided in 2020 to run for president. Uh, didn't he try to go again? Yeah. Recently? I think this list might be a little bit outdated. So, yep. all right, next one on my list. Ready? Yep. The 15 year old lone, uh, uh, yes. who is otherwise known presidential candidate, D's Nuts. I voted for him. Did you vote for D's yeah, Nuts? Did. did you? <laughs> did you really? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Um, D's Nuts is a third-party candidate for president who is shaking up America's gridlocked political system. He hopes to create a movement to mobilize voters who are upset with the state of election process, and it appears he's gaining traction. In polls conducted by public policy polling, <laughs> say that five times fast, public policy polling in Iowa, Minnesota, and North Carolina in mid-August in 2015, he polled at 8, 8, and 9% respectively. Nuts is... <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Nuts. President Nuts. <laughs> Excuse me, these nuts. 
<laughs> you need your uh, vote on D's health, nuts. Health reform. Yeah, health reform. Yeah. Uh, nuts is actually a 15-year-old high school boy in Iowa named Brady Olson. Despite putting up some of the best third-party candidate numbers in two decades, he's still 20 years too young. That's a, a, a shame. I say let him run. If he could get that kind of dude, numbers, let these nuts go. <laughs> his kid's got moxie, dude. Yeah. If he doesn't do something with his life, I'm going to be very disappointed in him. All right. How about this one? The drag performer who ran for president with the slogan Lick Bush in 92. Yes. <laughs> uh, Joan Jet Black, uh, a.k.a. Terrence Smith, is a Detroit Bruin Chicago drag performer who caused a stir in the early 90s by running both for mayor for Chicago and president of the United States. She ran under the slogan Lick Bush in 92 and documented her run in the 93 video of the same name. She also ran for president in 96 with the slogan Lick Slick Willie in 96. In each of these campaigns, Smith ran on the queer nation party, nation party ticket. Nation. What is wrong with me tonight? All right. How about that? Cool. Cool. Good for her. Yeah. I don't know. You know why that now I'm sad? This was 90s, the 90s. As far as I know. Like, it doesn't say there were any real threats to her life. Right. No, at least no attempts. Yep. What do you think would happen in this day and age, right in 2024, a drag queen trying to run for president? I think it would be even, it would be easier. But she, I don't know if she would, or he, or whatever it goes, yeah. would be able to, like, there would be places that they would just not be able to no. go. You can't... Of course. You know? Well, your major cities, they might get some numbers. Maybe. But it's so scary out there these days, dude. It is. I, I agree. All right. <clears throat> How about this one? The dead Kennedy singer who campaigned with a death row inmate as his running mate. Did you oh, hear about this? I heard about that, yeah. yeah, singer Jello Biafra. Thank you. And the rest of the Dead Kennedys joined the San Francisco punk scene in 78. Biafra ran, uh, first ran against Diane, Diane Feinstein? Didn't she just die recently? I think she just died recently. Diane Feinstein for was mayor the, of San. Was Fr that the senator who just died? Yeah. Really? I think so. Holy shit! <laughs> Dead Kennedys are old, dude. Uh, she ran against. Uh, okay, so Barifra ran against uh, Diane Feinstein. Biabra. Sorry, for mayor of San Francisco in '79 on a platform including banning cars from city limits, making police run for re-election in the neighborhoods they patrolled, and establishing a board of bribery in an attempt to set public standard rates. He came fourth out of ten. All right, you got to respect that man. Uh, he did some other stuff. All right, how Good about job, Jello? Yeah, how about this? The cat who is a presidential candidate in the 2016 election. I don't remember the cat. Do you remember the cat? All right. One surprising presidential candidate is drumming up a lot of support for the coverage in the 2016 elections, despite not having much political background or fame. Also, he's not even human. He is a cat. Limberbutt McCubbins. Limberbutt McCubbins. <laughs> I'm not making that up, dude. I would have voted for him. Uh, is the latest in a list of hundreds to have filled out a uh, statement of candidacy form. The form was actually filled out by Isaac West, a senior at DuPont uh, uh, High School in, in Louisville, Kentucky. Limberbutt belongs to his friend, fellow senior, uh, Emily McCubbins. I guess they just put a cat, uh, a cat on the ballot. How about this one? The UFOologist, which I didn't know was a thing. 
who ran for president in 60 and 72. Gabriel Green was an early UFOologist who had claimed to have contact with extraterrestrials. He also... Uh, he was also a write-in presidential candidate in those two years, as I mentioned above. Green claimed to have seen hundreds of flying saucers in his lifetime and said he had direct physical contact with extraterrestrials, including beings from Mars, Venus, Alpha Centauri, uh, I can't say this one, and also Uranus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I know I, I sent some things this way. <laughs> okay, how about this one? The, the comedian who ran for president five times. Ooh. Okay, with his thin triangular face and look of a worn down uh, town clerk, comedian Pat Paulson first came to national prominence on the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour, which ran from 67 to 69. Paulson's deadpan parodies of clueless or haughty authority figures couldn't have found a better home. At 38, he was older than most of the cast, which played a comedic advantage, as did uh, his penchant for suits and ties and unflappable deadpan delivery. During the comedy hours run, blah, 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 he ran for president, this guy. Five times. Did he get any no, of numbers? Uh, he ran every four years right up to 96 after... Before dying uh, the following year in 69 in Tijuana, where he'd been in search of alternative treatments for colon and brain cancer. So, ah. Oh, that's terrible. Oof. How about this one? Uh, the guitarist whose campaign slogan was free gas for everyone. In 1980, Eagles guitar player Joe Walsh announced ah. his candidacy despite being 33 at the time. The president must be at least 35 as per the Constitution. Walsh garnered pretty significant media attention with his free gas for everyone platform. He promised to change the national anthem from the Star Spangled Banner to his hit song, Life's Been Good. He threw his hat in the ring um, a second time in 92, but ran as vice president with uh, uh, Reverend Goat Carson under the slogan, We Want Our Money Back. That's wow. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Dude, George Walsh is insane. Is he? He's a crazy person, yeah. We'll have to talk about him sometime. Yeah, we will. All right, and the last one on my list is the activist who staged a mock campaign for nobody. Uh, nobody for president has been a trope since 1940s, but gained steam during the counterculture era of, era of the 60s. Uh, and in 76, political activists Wavy Gravy and Curtis Spangler, who are these people, took up nobody's cause. Um... And the activist described nobody as the candidate uh, of the birthday party. Spangler appointed himself nobody's campaign manager, and Wavy Gravy served as nobody's fool. They launched a cross-country tour in October 1276 uh, with a rally in San Francisco's Civic Center Plaza. How about that? Nobody. Nobody. That's all I got for favorite politicians and candidates. Do you have any? No. I mean, obviously, we have to talk about Clinton. Clinton was a cool president, dude. Yeah. So if we're talking favorites, I'm, I will say Clinton. He's a cool one. And you know what? What? He was the one that first started, like, Rock the Vote. Yeah. With MTV. Yep. He really tried to, like, connect with the youth. Yep. Uh, he played he, the saxophone. Yep. Busted the sax. Mm -hmm. He busted some other stuff, too. Yeah, mostly and a nut. He got, yeah. <laughs> he got himself some trouble. He got, some, he got a little bit of an oopsie there. Whoopsie doopsie. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Like, I feel like Bill Clinton, like, come on. Dude, did you see the picture of him when he started and when he finished? Oh, he probably that job sucks your soul, dude. It looked like I don't think he, you could pay me to be he president. He gained forty years. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, granted, all the scandal stuff and everything. Well, probably. that didn't help either. Yeah, but still. And, and Hillary being your wife didn't help. Nope. Ugh. How'd that work? How'd that come together? You think? <sighs> well, then basically after that whole scandal happened and she cleared it all up and blah blah whatever. Then she basically became like, I'm the head of this shit now. 
Yeah, this is my shit. She literally grabbed she Bill's nuts, uh-huh. ripped him off, swallowed him, and went, I'm the alpha now. Yeah, that's true. And she... But at, once you've been president, like, you can kind of just chill. Yeah. Right? You can. Yeah. I mean, ask Chris Cornell how Hillary's doing. Jeez. Uh, next one. <laughs> All right, then. Um, let's talk about, just for a second, Brian, how much trouble do you think we're in? Like, give this country a timeline. How many How many years do you think we got before something bad happens? 50. 5-0 or 1-5? 50. 5-0, okay. You think that long, really? I don't know. This is... I'm in, hoping for my son. Yeah. We're in 2023. 50... Dude, if we take care of ourselves, we may live to see it. I mean, luckily, we don't take care of ourselves. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't plan on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like how I say if we take care of ourselves in this country with health care the way it is, oh, yeah. how the hell are we going to take care of ourselves? Nope. Dude, I dread. I dread waking up sick. Like, I couldn't do it. It almost reminds me of, you know, how when you were like, um, like Oregon Trail days, if you got a splinter, you're like, well... You're dead. Yep. Like, I feel like that's how, how we still live. Pretty much. It's, I, I currently don't have health insurance. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I probably should, but I don't. Yep. My uh, health insurance is, my health, in, my health plan used to be, if I got sick, just go to the ER. Yep. And then they would put it on my credit. And that was that. Yep. <laughs> what else was, you know? Dude, we live in a sad world. It's terrible. Yep. And I don't want this episode to be a downer, but like we're in trouble. And I don't we know, are. I don't know what the answer is. I'll tell you what the answer isn't. Fucking rioting in the Capitol. That's no. not the answer. No. You know? And I'm not saying either side is 100 percent right, but that's not the way to do no, things. It didn't handle anything. Like it was just embarrassing, dude. <sighs> think about this is what Americans should think about before they act. What does Good the luck. rest of the world think about this? Yeah. We are schmucks right now. Oh, my. We're the laughing stock. At least on that day, we were the laughing stock. Yeah. You know? I mean, there are bigger things happening right now, so. You, you, you think China watched that? They're like, oh, they didn't <laughs> shoot them all? I would love to see. No, I, I wouldn't, actually. But I, just reactions from other countries yeah. Watching, like, I know what it was like when we, let's say, when we saw the Twin Towers fall. Like, I was here when that happened. I yeah. know what the reaction was, but I've never thought about what the reaction uh, on in England was when the Twin Towers fell. Because, I mean, like, there was a reaction here when Queen Elizabeth died, so why wouldn't there be a reaction over there? No, because we react too much. We're a little brother. We're the one that always is, like, there to, like, come save everyone. Where the rest of the world's just like, oh, that sucks, America. <laughs> You guys yeah. got it rough. Yeah. Good Sorry. luck. Yeah. Nobody's out there to bail us out. Nope. Who's ever bailed us out? Uh, bailed us out? Nobody that I can think no, of. No, we have no. all these allies mm -hmm. who we help. But when we were in trouble during 9 11 mm -hmm. and all these other things, like, nope, nobody, nobody comes to help out. But now our government is shut down and they're saying, send more money to Ukraine. We need billions of dollars to send Ukraine. I agree we need to send something, but can we tighten ourselves up first? <laughs> we need to get our shit straight first. Like, literally, we are like the depressed child uh. where it's like, 
if you don't love yourself, you can't love anyone else. It's like we're a country that needs Al-Anon. Like, yeah. we're so busy fixing everyone else's problems so that we can ignore our own. Yep. <laughs> exactly. It's disgusting. But uh, all right, let's move on. All right, let's move on. I do want to talk about a movie because guess what? We are recording on a very special day. Yes. Remember, remember, remember the, the 5th of, of November. November. Uh, I didn't look up any stats, but we're going to talk about briefly V for Vendetta. That is such a good movie. Still top five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Such a good book, too. Did you read it? Yep. The book? So good. Uh, Alan Moore, who has just written off comics as total bullshit. That's how he says it. Total bullshit. But you know what, Alan Moore? You wrote good stories. And that was one of them. Um, Just everything about it. So incredible. Like the train underneath. Yeah. Into into Parliament. Mm Mm-hmm. The whole backstory yep. in the prison yep. and the way he just manipulates Natalie Portman. Ugh, yep. So good. That opening scene with the fireworks going in the 1812 overture. Yep. yep. Love it. Love everything about it. Did you ever see the um, Zach Galifianakis? Which one? When he did Between Two Ferns with Natalie Portman. Mm-mm. No. I haven't. You know what? And I am ashamed to admit this one for sure, for real, but I haven't seen any of that. Really? Between two firms, yeah. So he basically heckles all the actors. Right. right? Of course. He's Zach Galifianakis. That's right. his that's his shtick. So he has Natalie Portman on. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so and he's like super like over the top deadpan. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so he's like, so um you're in V for Vendetta. She's like, Yes, yes, uh-huh. I was. Uh-huh. He goes, you shaved your head for that. He was like, yes, yes, I did. Mm. He goes, did you also shave your V for vagina? <laughs> <laughs> her look on her face, she goes, I won't answer that. <laughs> and he enough. goes, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. Oh, it's- that's so funny. That whole bit was so hilarious. Um, what's the guy's name? It's just escaping me right now. Fuck. Who? The guy that played Guy Fox. Oh, I don't remember. He was in a, a shitload of other things. Come on, he was Agent Smith. <laughs> nope. God, what the fuck? Keep Ed, going. He was. Ah. Uh, nope. Keep he going. Was in Lord of the Rings. Nope. Come on. What's that guy's name? Lord of the Cock Rings. Lord of the Cock Rings? No. Hold on. I'm going to... What movie are we talking about? V for Vendetta. I'm going to look it up right now. Vendetta. Oh, my God. I cannot believe I am forgetting this shit. Hugo Weaving, dude. Oh, yeah, He was Megatron. Yep. Oh, that sucked. All right. Anyways, great movie. If you haven't seen it, see it. It is amazing. Shut... Yep. Yep. So good. Are we moving on then? Yep. So that means it's time. Yes, Four segments. All right, let me run down the list. The first segment we're going to do is a segment called Crazy Crimes. You know, po- politicians, one of their, their biggest jobs are lawmakers. We're going to see what kind of crazy crimes they've come up with. Uh, How about that? The go. next one is um, we're going to have a debate. We are, what are we going to debate? Master debaters. Yeah. What are we going to debate, though? I forgot. <laughs> I don't remember either. <laughs> what was the one that you just came up with? Do you remember? No, it'll come to me. Okay, fine. 
<laughs> and then we're going to do dad jokes and we're out. We are so prepared for this one, you guys. Listen, let, let me just say, before we go any further, we went through hell last week, literally. All right? So if we're a little bit frazzled on this one, we apologize. Oh, and we both have family in town. Yeah, it's um, yeah, yep, that's right. We're it's doing my daughter's this. Uh, birthday. Yep. Yep. So let's go. Ready? Crazy crimes. I can't remember what we decided to debate, dude. All right, crazy crimes. This, what we're going to do is I've pulled up a, a quiz. Mostly they're true and false, and we're going to try to figure it out. Yeah. All right, all right. We've already done the first one, so we'll move on to the next one. Okay. <clears throat> the next one. Uh, in Malaysia, true or false, Malay in Malaysia, chewing gum is banned. False. I'm going to, I think it's true. Really? Yeah. Should we flip a coin? Heads or tails? Heads. Okay, it's heads. False? You're right. You're right. Well, Chewing gum is banned in Singapore, not Malaysia. It was made law in 92 because officials were concerned that it would make the city look dirty with gum marks on the street. That's true. I remember, believe it or not, I remember when uh, I lived on Guam. My mother, uh, we went to Singapore. Or maybe they went to Singapore. Regardless, I remember uh, hearing a story about how they would cane you if you littered. And I was like, whoa. Next. Damn. Moving on. Um, all right. In England, it is illegal to handle salmon in a suspicious manner. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do um, true? true? I'd say it's... Uh, is it illegal? I don't... Yes. The, <laughs> Jesus, what? The Salmon Act of 1986 states that it is indeed illegal to hold a salmon under suspicious circumstances. What? <laughs> I, I, the only reason I say true is because that one, like, it's so vague. It's so vague, but so specific as right, well. Right, Like, there has to be a story behind that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody did something weird with a fucking salmon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was probably, like, flashing people with a salmon attached yeah. to his dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now cops can like they can they can stop and frisk under uh, under yeah, like the suspicious salmon act. <laughs> salmon act of eighty six. Get him. <laughs> it's been terrible. Oh. <laughs> next. <laughs> oh wow! All right, next one. Um, Italy. In Italy, it is illegal to feed the pigeons in Saint Mark's Square. True. Let's see. Yes. Since 2008, it has been illegal to feed the pigeons in St. Mark's Square. The reason is the damage the birds bring to the city's monuments uh, amounts to 275 euros per taxpayer each year. Anyone breaking the ban can be fined between 500 and 700 euros. Wow. Wow. They're strict about that, huh? Next one. Uh, in Denmark, Beyonce would have been unable to name her daughter Blue Ivy. True. I'm feeling all of these are true. In Denmark, there are official naming rules. You must get permission from the government if you are opting for a name outside of the 7,000 already approved in the guidelines. Why? That's weird. Who are we to judge, I suppose? Next one? Yeah. All right. Uh, California, ice cream may not be eaten while standing on the sidewalk. That's probably true. No. Oh, although it's actually... It's all, uh, wait. Although this actually was a law in uh, Carmel, California, it was repealed when Clint Eastwood became mayor in 86. That's a loaded thing. Boom. Wow. Also shoots my uh, um, theory about them all being true down. How about that? In Georgia, 
It is illegal for a chicken to cross the road. False. Uh, no, it is true. In Quitman... Oh, wait. Illegal. Yeah. True. True. Is that uh, Yeah. In Georgia, chicken owners must have control of their chicken at all times. This means that it is illegal for the chickens to cross the road themselves. So they'll never find out in Georgia. Bummer. Mm. <laughs> Next one. In Greece, it is illegal to wear high heels when touring ancient monuments. True. Yes, this ban was implemented as sharp-soled shoes were adding to the wear and tear of natural... I was like marble, probably. Yep, yep. Marble stairs or marble floors. Um, all right, we got two more? Yep. Um, I mean, there's actually more, but we'll do two more. In Poland, Winnie the Pooh is banned from all playgrounds in children's areas. False. Uh, nope, it's true. But in Tuzon, Poland, Winnie the Pooh was banned from playgrounds as he was deemed an inappropriate hermaphrodite due to the fact that he doesn't wear pants and has non-gender-specific genitalia. So if he had a giant dick? What? Or the other thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. Big floppy of... Yeah. It's weird that Eeyore doesn't have a giant dick. He's a donkey. I, he, What's he know, so sad about? You know he does. He's got to be. Maybe that's why he's sad. Right. But nobody will take his big old floppy yeah. donkey dick. Well, yeah, you're right. Like Nobody wants to see Winnie the Pooh's meat curtains. <laughs> Is it roast beef sandwich? No, no one was. It's a kid's show. What? True. <laughs> did you see that horror movie? Oh, I did. Yeah, did you watch it? I watch watched it? the whole thing. Is it good? It's all right. Okay. All right. Last one of this bullshit. Are we ready? <clears throat> In Italy, true or false, it is illegal to build a sandcastle. False. Uh, in Ericla, a town near Venice, a $250 fine was implemented for building sandcastles on the beach. So it is true. But here, all right, here's my argument with all this. Mm -hmm. It's a specific city. Mm -hmm. It's not all of Italy. True. It's not the way the Poland. question is worded, it makes yep. you think of all of Italy. Yep. It's like the other one was a certain city in Poland. Mm -hmm. Probably because they had something weird happen. Probably. Oh, this one's... Okay, last one. Uh, in Arizona, there is a possible 25-year prison sentence for cutting down a cactus. True? Yes. Uh, because of the uh, Sar Sargururu cactus prevalent in Arizona, it takes an incredibly long time to grow and has lifespans estimated to be 150 to 200 years. So they're like protected cacti. Right. You know, so it's the same kind of thing as like the redwoods. You can't take those over. But again, loaded question. Because that mm -hmm. isn't any cactus. Right. Exactly. All right. Are we done with this? Cool. Yep. Moving on. Is it this one? Yep. It is. Cool. All right. Uh, we are going to debate the best music types. I am going to play the role of somebody who is in favor of metal, and you will play the role of somebody who is in favor of pop. Now, as an actual debate, you're supposed to have time to prepare in all of this, and we're supposed to talk. I have a feeling we're just going to... It's going to degrade very quickly. But that's all right, man. We're going to make this happen. All right. There are two teams, each consisting of two or three speakers. It'll just be you and me. Uh, each team has two or three constructive speeches, two or three rebuttal speeches. And the uh, first team gives the first constructive speech and then the rebuttal alternate. So we go back and forth. Okay. All right. Uh, when worded as a proposition of policy, the topic requires the affirmative to support some specified action. So... 
saying something like pop music needs to be the we need to change the 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 national anthem to pop music you have to specify first which song um and why you have the right to make a reasonable definition on each terms of the proposition so you can be as detailed as you want i can challenge any of those uh by asking you to define more um, and then the judge, we don't have a judge, uh, will accept the definition of the scene that shows better grounds for its interpretation of the term. Let's go. All right. Uh, wait, we're not done. The inferno must advocate, blah, blah, blah. All right. So it starts with a constructive speech. Do you want to do a constructive speech as to why you think pop music is the best? Well, hello there, internets. Very nice. My name is Brian. I am part of the lovely dead bot. And when I enjoy music, I enjoy good, heartfelt music with a good beat, something with a good meaning, something that really just hits the soul with, you know, I just... I have no control but just to dance. I just want to dance my little dick off and just <laughs> have a blasty blast in my pants. Oh, no. So you know what? I believe that pop music is really the heart and soul of music because, honestly, without pop music, what would you listen to in the grocery store? What would you listen to? With your kids, what would you listen to on Kids Bop? What would you teach children in a school of music? What, I mean, what else would you wake up to and just see the sun shining bright if you didn't have good old T-Swift and the little Jonas Brothers by your side? This is, this is heartfelt, good music. No swearing. Right? <laughs> sure. These, these are things that the world needs in order for the children to become their best selves. We don't need the devil's music. Right? We don't need your electronics. Mm-hmm. We have everything here in pop country. Not country. Pop world. <laughs> pop world. We got everything we need. We got butterflies and rainbows. And you will never feel sad again. Bow! Rebuttal. Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, is that what happens next? No, wait, I have a, a construct- constructive speech, right? Yeah. And then you get your rebuttal. Okay. <clears throat> that was very good, Brian. Well, thank you. Was, uh, you almost had me. Metal is defined as hard surface and even harder in the core. And that's what I come to you with. Hard, core, yeah. wholesome metal music. Metal is good for the gym. Metal is good for the lawn. Metal is good for moving day. Metal is good for cuddling. Metal is good for driving. Metal is good for fucking. <laughs> if you need motivation, metal is there. If you want to hear musicianship, 
true musicianship, metal is there. If you want to have your thoughts expressed back at you in a free-form fashion, metal is there. If you want to express yourself and not be judged, metal might not be there. But metal is also kind of there. Um, if you want awesome logos that are impossible to read, metal is there. If you want guitars that just keep adding strings, metal is there. And if you want no reason to have a bass guitar at all, metal's there. With blistering drums, ear-piercing guitar solos, and thundering bass claps, metal is there to make you bleed out of your ear pussies anytime you need it. It's the most cathartic genre of music that there is. And that is what we should be teaching in schools. So if you need a visceral release of emotions at a high speed level, music, metal music is there. Thank you. All right. Listen, I hear you. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you this. If you want to talk about releasing, I released myself listening to New Direction on the way here. Okay? Uh -huh. And it was glorious. Okay? And I'm just going to let you know that that 1-4, that Boots and Cats, <laughs> that it's got that dance beat. You know, I mean, come on now. You got to dance. Dance to that groove. Okay? You know you can't. Andrew. Look me in my balls. <laughs> you know. Your eyeballs. Yup. <laughs> Just to clarify. This ain't on video. You don't know what we do <laughs> here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Keep going. Um, you know, everyone, I don't care if you're a metalhead, you're Satanist, you're one of them hip hoppers. You know, when you hear that pop beat, there's been a song where you can't refuse to dance. Dance, 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 do you like dancing? I do like dancing. Yeah. I, you know me, dude. You know I then love dancing. Then go dance. fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what else I like doing? What? Moshing. I do. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, you know, breakdowning. Yep. That's fun. But I also like just, yeah, I don't know. Our, our debate has broken down to, I don't, mm -hmm. what's better, metal or pop? Music is good. <laughs> That's true. We are old enough now that we can safely admit. Dude, you know what's funny about that? 20 years ago, if you had said that, we'd be kicking our own asses. Yep. <laughs> I'm okay with music as long as it's good music. Yeah, you know, the debate, uh, it was fun. But you know why it's so hard to have a debate? Because we don't believe in anything that we're saying. Right. And I, that's true for actual debate right. up there on the political yep. spectrum. No, no, no one believes what the hell they're saying. Right. I think it's so funny. Our governor... He was uh, it was running under that we can't back down uh, 
he's going to have to back down. Yeah. Well, you and I both like metal pop. We like everything. We like it all, yeah. So that's why that was a weird debate. Yeah. It's like, well, it was either that or what's the best sex position? Let's go. It's all okay. <laughs> Make it in 20 seconds. Go, 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 uh, go. Oh, reverse cowgirl. Why? Because you, you don't have to do much. <laughs> that was the weakest. <laughs> right, I'm going squash bucket okay. with the girl's legs behind her ears because you can hit the G spot and you can rub the clit at the same time. Oh, God. I win. Jesus. You just made us sound so lazy because I don't got to do shit. I'm like, I'm trying to please. I mean, woman. <laughs> Whoops. I'm just going to make a little bleep noise. I'm for trying that. to make a, be a gentleman. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. Yeah. Do we have the bleep noise? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, let's go on. Okay. Two debates. Oh, my gosh. Are we done with debates yep, then? All right, ahead. moving on then. Uh, I guess we're going to go. Let's do dad jokes. Yeah. All right, are you ready? Yep. All right, you've got a couple. I've got a couple. Should we go back and forth? Yep. One campaign consultant says he doesn't approve of political jokes. He's seen too many of them get elected. Yep. Oh. Why can't Miss Piggy count to 70? I don't know. Why? Because she gets to 69 and she gets a frog in her throat. <laughs> What's the difference between the government and the mafia? What? One of them is organized. <laughs> That's a good one. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, right? That's good. <laughs> It speaks to the Italian in you. You want me to go, do you want me to know it? Yeah. All right. Politicians are like sperm. Only one in a million turn out to be a human being. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the difference between a golf ball and a G spot? What? Men will chase after the, the golf ball. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, we want to do reverse cowgirl. Yeah. Yeah. All right, mine's next. Uh, why do politicians wear neckties? What? To keep their foreskin from flopping over their head. <laughs> this this was actually a message we got from Pluto. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it says, Dear NASA, your mom thought I was big enough. Ah. <laughs> How many politicians does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? Three. One to screw it in, one to screw it up, and one to screw an intern. Oh! Oh! I accidentally installed a program that keeps showing me a picture of a Chinese politician. I think it's malware. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's the difference between a dead dog on the side of the road and a dead politician on the side of the road? What? The skid marks in front of the dog. Oh. <laughs> Those are good. Those man. are not bad. Yeah. I look, I searched long and hard. The dad jokes for politicians. Garbage. They were Garbage jokes this they were year. Couldn't believe it. Does that mean we're done? Yep. We are done right at the 50-minute mark. I can't believe it, dude. Nice and short. You know, again, we went through hell and back last week, so we're taking it easy this month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, we're gonna we gotta we gotta try to do some things on the back end to try to bump the numbers. So 
Um, I feel good about this episode, though. How about you? Yeah, me too. Good. Uh, if you guys are still checking us out at uh, 51 minutes in, we would just like to say thank you so much to everyone who is listening, to everyone who is subscribed. If you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so, and it really would help us a lot if you hit the like button. Um, you know, we uh, the we appreciate the views, but views without the likes, it's not enough for YouTube to acknowledge. Subscribe. So anything you guys can do, um, we really appreciate it. Tell your friends. Yes. Uh, Brian, do you have any shout-outs? Um, yeah, obviously I shout out my mom. Yep. Hello. <laughs> yes, it was so nice seeing What's you. What's up, Nance Pants? Yes. Um, yeah, shout out my brother. Okay. Shout out you. Hey. Shout out the farm. Hey. The farm's dope, dude. Yeah. It was so, crazy today, dude. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I want to shout out everybody that has listened to us. Yeah. I love you all. We love all right, you. That's about it. Uh, about I would like, okay, so I would like to shout out my daughter's friend and my daughter. They were uh, a lot of fun this weekend. I took them to Universal Studios for my daughter's 15th birthday. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I would like to also shout out the people at the farm in the following order. Melissa, Ricky, Sue, Jenna, and Tammy. It was a crazy fucking day, you guys. Uh, none of you are going to listen to this, but you guys all rocked it hard. Um, I would also like to shout out Dan and Rob and George. They're all very cool. I would like to shout out Brian. I would also like to shout out your mom and uh, Rick. Yeah. They came and they visited and it was really great. I would like to shout out little Zayden as well. Thank yeah. you. And uh, Ethan for going through hell with us. Thank yep. you very much. And uh, I think that's about it, dude. That's yep. all I got on uh, shout outs. Let's do some plugs. You guys, if you would like to get in touch with us and you're watching this on YouTube, you could please, after you subscribe, after you like, you can leave a comment. We would read it, love to read it on the show. If you don't want to leave a comment, though, you can go to our Facebook page and type in D-A-D-B-O-D-P-O-D. -D -D -O -D. That takes you to said Facebook page where you can leave us uh, something on there saying hi. But if you don't want to do any of that, we have one more avenue for you before you uh, try to contact us psychically, and that is you could go to your email server and type in the following, D-A-D-D-B-O-D-D-B-A-N-D at gmail.com. And if you would like, you can send us fun emails. Brian, I've got some. Would you like me to read them? Yes, please. Great. The first one comes to us, and he's a series of letters and numbers. Hey, Dad Bod, loved the Monster Smash. This question is for Brian. What tattoo should I get? I'm from Ohio. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, Slipknot tattoo. <laughs> oh, that's Iowa, dude. Oh, same thing. Don't listen. To the same, same, same Can you get a Hawthorne Heights tattoo? Yeah. Are they oh, the ones? Because my heart is in Ohio. Yep. That's a good one, right? Ohio's for lovers. Yeah. Yep. Wait, was Hawthorne Heights Florida though for real? What? Were they a Florida band? No. Oh, I don't remember. They're from Ohio. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Get a Hawthorne Heights tattoo, dude. Yep. Or get a dad bod tattoo, duh. Oh, there you Come go. <laughs> Where were you on that one, dude? Well, you know what you should get? It's just the... Um, the scan thing. Oh, the QR code. Yeah, yeah dude. Get the QR code. <laughs> we'll pay for it. Yeah. We'll buy the tattoo. Okay, the next one comes to us from Wasted Watts at Yahoo. Hey, Dad Bod, love your stuff. Since you guys seem to be of age, can you please describe to me the sounds that you used to hear when logging onto the internet back in the day? Sure, it sounded like this. Boing, boing, boing. Boing. You've got mail or whatever. Fuck out of here, guy. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Last one. It is from Foreigner is Best. Hey, Dad Bod, love the podcast. Could you tell me what your desert island junk food snack might be? Dad's rise up. Oh, shit. Desert island junk food. Ooh. 
It's the, well, it's not for me. I already know. What? Peanut M- peanut butter M&M's. I know. <laughs> and if I'm really good, some Red Bull. Yeah. I had that before I came. And then I had some before I came here. Bada pow! You know what? What? I'm going to think logically. Okay. And <laughs> Twinkies, so they last forever? No, I'm going to say beef jerky. Oh, that's good. Because yeah. you will protein, be able to, Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. You might be able to attract bigger game with beef jerky. Yes. Yeah, that's smart. I'm going to eat through all of my M&Ms in a day, being a sugar coma <laughs> on the side of the beach until some whale comes and gets me. I'm going to be sitting next to you smacking you with a fa- piece of beef jerky. <laughs> Wake the fuck up, bro. Ah. <laughs> There's a bear coming <laughs> to get this beef jerky. I can't. Oh, my God. Are we done, dude? Yep. I think so. That was awesome. All right. Uh, do you have anything left to say about politics that are nice? No, politics suck. They suck. Everybody sucks. Yeah. We, they're, all, they're all just greedy assholes. Uh, we need a revamp of the system. And look, we are not the ones to tell you how the yep. system should be revamped. We're just simply saying it just needs it. And I think we can all agree something needs to change, right? Can I, can I do everyone a favor real quick? What's up? And just say, do not just watch one channel of the news oh, and good think point. it's all fucking true. Yeah. Do not watch one Internet site. Yeah, biases think it's exist. all true. Yeah. Because guess what? They're all feeding you garbage. All of them. And as much as you eat that garbage, you might as well just be eating Burger King all day long till the day you die. It's crazy. Do you remember when our parents used to say to us, don't watch so much TV, they'll rot your brain? Yeah. And now I feel like they're it's, the ones getting their brains rotted, yeah, right? All right. You know, just sit there and watch CNN. Or- just please be aware, people, that although you absolutely have the right to your own opinion, you don't necessarily have to loudly voice that opinion out in public. It's okay for people to disagree with you. That's yep. what makes this country great. But what we don't have to get violent over it. No, nope. we don't have to. We definitely it. Nothing. No discussion is ever worth people. Dying. Yeah, it's just nope. not. But unfortunately, and you know, we're already pressed for time, but we could just keep going on and on about the state of this country because the, honestly, it doesn't matter where you think we are in trouble. So yep. I don't know. Canada, help us out, yeah. maybe. Eh? Eh? <laughs> Mexico. Eh? Eh? <laughs> Por qué? Por qué, eh? <laughs> Por eh? Yeah. <laughs> We got to go, dude. All right, guys. Uh, do you have anything left to say? No? All right, then on three. One, two, three. Dad's Rise Up! We'll see you guys Monday at five. Bye. Bye, everyone. We love you.